Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Good morning. What's happening? How y'all feeling? Oh man, I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How are y'all? You know, I'm doing well, but I have to say, but. All right, if that's what you're into. No. I know it's early in the morning. I ain't even had breakfast yet. But, you know, whatever you want to do, King. All right? One of the, the worst things to lose I lost, which is my license. I can't find my driver's so license. So you going to talk about that on the radio with I'm, police listening? I got to go to DMV today. Somebody after might want to do you dirty. You know what I'm saying? When you leave in here and pull you over, so we are, you don't have no license. Well, I got other forms of identification. Not, yeah, you got it's a passport. Okay, I got a bunch of other what things. What do I got to do with a driver's license? You can still show other forms of identification. I'm talking about driving. Yeah. You have a picture of it? Yeah, as long as I got a picture of mm-hmm. other identification. Oh, I didn't me. know that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fine. Um, yeah, yeah actually, it's not today. too bad going to the DMV because you make an appointment. You That's go what in, I have to do. It's like to, less than five minutes. I had to make an appointment today to go so I can go there. And Usually, I'm used to going to the DMV. You're there for the whole day. So I made an appointment to go today because yeah, I, I, I can't find it anyway. I was in and out because my license actually had expired. It's <sighs> the least amount of time I've ever spent there. It was very smooth. Yeah, yeah. police officers keep telling me I got to go to the DMV too because I got a South Carolina driver's license. Still? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You've been working here for 12 years. And then I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been in New York since 2006. <laughs> I moved back to South Carolina in 20, the end of 20, 2009. I was there for a year, but still, I got, and every time I get pulled over, they just like, yo, how long you had this license? <laughs> like, for a long, long time. How long you been living there? Since I was for 16. For a long, long, long time. You had that license since when? You were 16, you got your license Hey, 16. man, you know, it keeps me gracious. grounded. I like seeing my South Carolina driver's license. Drop one of Clues Bluffs for South Carolina, damn it. Let me, okay? see, let me see your driver. I want to see what face on your driver's license. No, it's, the, it's definitely the old face. <laughs> it's the old face. I don't even know what year this was. This is definitely, this is definitely the old face. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? Every time they look at it, they look at it, then they look at me. Don't you have to get that true ID now or something like that? When you travel, yeah, it's, it's a different identification. So when you go to the airport, that's why I got to They said everybody's going to have to have that by like maybe later this year. Or yeah, absolutely. Year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to go figure that out. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, well, I mean, you know what we're talking about. Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and there's some horror stories. One of my friends was telling me she don't take the train in New York. And I'll tell you about something disgusting that happened on the New York City subway Mm-mm-mm. that will make you say, maybe not. I saw that. Yeah, I seen it too. We'll and talk that about been it next. returned with a shot. <laughs> we'll okay. talk about it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Where are we starting? All right. Well, let's start with Elon Musk. He has provided Starlink satellite internet terminals uh, to Ukraine. And that is after all these attacks on Russia. And, you know, the Internet has been shut down and they actually asked for these Starlink stations. And so he did send them. 
And I think that's really dope. He had previously donated 50 satellite terminals to restore Internet uh, in Tonga. Their telecommunications network was severely disrupted by a tsunami this year. So what the Starlink services does is provide access to broadband Internet connections across the world. Mm. So I wonder, can you get hacked? Hmm? Can you hack that? Can you hack his... Was that like Wi-Fi almost? Yeah, it helps you get access to be able to have Wi-Fi. Yeah, I wonder if that can be hacked. I'm sure it can, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, anything can be hacked pretty much nowadays. But being able to have access to Wi-Fi is important. Imagine what it's like for you guys when you don't have any access to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, now this story was horrifying to me. A woman was on the subway and somebody smeared human feces on her face. So she was 43 years old, sitting on a bench, and it was around 5.15 p.m. A man started walking toward her holding a black plastic bag. Mm-mm-mm. And then without saying a word, he smashed the contents of that bag in her face and smeared it on the back of her head and then took off. Yeah, I saw that headline. Of course, I didn't watch the video because why would I ever want to see a video like that? Was video there? I think it was a video. Yeah, it was a video. Yeah, that's how yeah. we know everything that happened. But um, I thought the lady told, but I didn't know there was a video. Was there a reason? Like, he just did it and kept going? Like, he didn't rob her or anything? They haven't found him. He just did that. Was that a prank? That's disgusting. Was it, was it, was it a hazing? Like, what, what was it? What would you like, do if that happened? I was looking at this story yesterday. My friend Laura was like, if that was me, I would have ran after him. No, you probably would have been so disgusted and horrified. Uh, depends what I got on here. Because I'd have replaced that I and S-H-I-T with an O, okay? And that's what would have happened to that individual. That is disgusting. Sometimes things you get so caught off guard hey, by something that you don't expect to happen. Now, what if you're on your way to a very important job interview? Yeah, that, that would be the least of my concerns in that moment, you know? Because what do they say? Every, there's a call, There's a... Equal or opposite reaction to everything? Every action is a reaction. I mean, reaction it took off. <laughs> you didn't expect it. <laughs> you could never say somebody is overreacting no. after somebody walks up to them and puts a, a doo-doo sandwich in their face. No. Okay? No. You can never say somebody is overreacting. Whatever that person did to that individual after that, uh, it, w- it was warranted in my book. I'm, I'm hearing too many stories about the subway incidents recently, but that incident? Nah. Mm-mm. All right, and speaking and of what? New York City, they are planning to lift their uh, mask restrictions starting March 7th, and that is for indoor activities like dining, attending gyms, entertainment facilities. You know, no, you don't have to show proof of vaccination for that if you're age five and older. But they're saying Kyrie Irving uh, who is unvaccinated still won't be able to play home games because of the workplace vaccine mandate. So he could attend those games as a spectator, but he wouldn't be able to play. I don't know what's going on anymore. I saw the CDC this weekend say that you don't have to wear a mask indoors anymore. I'm like, what does that mean? So you can wear them out. You got to wear them outdoors. Like, when do you wear masks now? You don't have to wear a mask indoors anymore. What does that mean? How does you that don't affect, have to wear a mask anymore. How does that affect when you're flying? If you don't have to wear it indoors, you got to wear it on a plane. I, I, bro, I don't. You have to wear. It well, in I think the, what, what we just said, like indoor activities, like dining, attending gyms, entertainment facilities. You don't even have to show your vaccination card. You know how you have to show show it mm, to mm, go mm, in, mm, so you don't have to. So I go in a crowded restaurant, but I can't get on a plane. I mean, maybe it's because you're just sitting there right next to each other with the air recirculating. Well, I don't it's know. different though, because it's like I guess I guess it's the same thing with work, right? Like planes have their own individual mandates, right? Yeah, it's a private, you know. Yeah. So Delta says if you want to be on this plane, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. If an individual store says you have to do this and it's not mandated by the city, you still have to do it. It's their right. private business. But the CDC said three three days ago, most Americans don't currently need a mask indoors. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just following the rules of the land. Wherever I go, whatever they tell me to do, that's what I do. 
All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Marion Johnson. What's up, brother? What's up, Marion Johnson? <laughs> so you remember me, man? Cocktail party, man. Whoa. Ooh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tell him yeah, one. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I was just He just said his name. My link out here. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all remember the male dancer? No. The male dancer? <laughs> yeah, remember I was talking about the book about the male dancer cocktail party? <laughs> no, I don't quite book. remember. Mm-hmm. Y'all was talking about a male dancer, a guy, a guy, if his girl went to the um, strip joint, and, I mean, I, I had a house party, and uh, what would you what would you think about that? Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's starting to come back to me now. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to throw the link out there. It's on asapublishingcorporation.com slash Marin Johnson. That's M-E-R-I-N Johnson, or you go to Amazon and um, buy Marin Johnson. Okay. Thank you, Marin Johnson. That's a good last name you got for a male stripper. You, Johnson. Johnson, yeah, yeah. With my, my 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 stripper name was Black Cat. Okay, should have been Black Johnson. Black Cat. <laughs> Why was it Black Cat? Were you like walking across the stage like a black cat? That's right. That's right. Shaking everything. Okay. Shaking everything. There you go. Okay, right. Black Cat. You have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Kenzo from Ohio. What's up, DJ Envy? What's up, ma'am? Ain't no ma'am. Kizzo, nah. what's happening, King? He called you a oh, ma'am. I, no, I, I wasn't sure. I couldn't hear Why you voice. let him disrespect you like, like, like that, Kizzo? Nah, because you didn't give me a chance to, um, to get in his ass. Hey, my man. All right. <laughs> I don't like All right. <laughs> Starting early this morning. Everybody is. No. What'd you say, Kizzo? <laughs> I, I don't want to get in his ass. All right. I don't want you like, to get my ass either, Kizzo. Go ahead, man. It's a young lady, man, that be calling there, man. I don't know how she gets through all the time. I, I understand the first time, but... This young lady who always talking about she got four kids, she's having a hard time. People oh, she wants some money. Yeah, she always wants some money. Her mama dying. Man, please keep her off because this is a scam now. Did you donate to her cash? Did you donate to her cash app yet? Because I knew it was a scam from the jump. Hey. Who said it was a scam? No, we don't know if it's a scam. Nah, man, she. She if if she calling you all the time and she at home, she can be at work somewhere. Man, it takes 10 minutes to call into this radio station and ask for a little change. Listen, man, times are hard right now. Inflation is the highest been in America in 40 years. I'm not mad at anybody asking for a little extra. Uh, me neither, man, but not every time she calls you. Man, that's the first thing she do. She throw out her damn cash app. Do you spend money every day? Every day, brother. All right, then. I'm working just like I'm working right now. All right, listen, I get it. I'm not, listen, I'm not mad at him. nobody, bro. Get it off your Nobody. chest. It's hard out here right 585-1051. now. 585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? It's Super from the A50. What up, brother? What's get- the 850, King? You ain't no last time either. It's Tallahassee, bit, bro. Tallahassee, Florida a and town. You know it. I'm a no fan, but y'all got to root for the Rattlers, too. But yeah, man, um, I'm single now. That's that's the one thing <laughs> okay. I got to tell with What happened? Hey, it's funny enough, the last time I called up, I was professing my love to, her, to the world. 
Here we are. Damn wow. Well, what yeah. happened? It's nothing bad. It's really it's just compatibility. She's an amazing person. She don't got nothing bad to say about me either. Where's okay. she from? Just ain't work out. Uh, she, we both from Tallahassee, but she live on the West Coast. Oh, okay. She went out there and realized that ain't nobody out there that, that as crazy as people in Florida. So she, Something like that. So she upgraded. Damn it, man. Sorry for uh, you, bro. Hey, ain't no upgrade. Now, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said it's no big hey, deal. He's quick. good. Hey, <laughs> can I send some positive energy to uh, my producer? He um he live in Ukraine, and he kind of pinned down right now. But his girl got to evacuate. Okay. Man, I hope you ain't asking that man for no beats at a time like this. I just bought one He to support him. He was asking for help. Okay. Oh, okay. Did he send it yet? Yeah, I already got it. I already, I'm about to record on it this weekend in Miami. Oh, okay. You going to send it back to him, ask him what he think? Nah, he already know it's fire every time, man. Nah, never mind the fact that his country's underwater. Just the fact you just you just got so much confidence yeah. in yourself. Yeah, you got a lot going on right now. I, don't even I think would you think. Hear it. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. Right, you see right. how people in Florida are? <laughs> this man is in a war-torn country right now. You're like, oh yeah, you got a lot going on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this Hel- guy, man. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Lovey from the Bronx, living Harper CT now. I just want to say good morning to my Breakfast Club family. Morning. Look at me. Morning, Why they bro. call you look at me? Hi-yi. Charlamagne. Hey. Yeah, Charlamagne. Come on. Charlamagne, we got to talk to you, bro. We'll talk about this after. <laughs> I am blessed, black, and highly favored. I won't even tell you why I'm blessed, but we'll talk about it. I'm a single father, and I got to send my son back to school today. The kids are lifting their mask one day. They got my son totally confused. I told him, wear his mask at all times. They made this whole mask mandate to a political stand. I don't know. Should I go back to, to homeschooling? What should I do? This, this, see, I mean, this, this, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of things haven't been making me think about homeschooling now. Um, not not really necessarily that, but a lot of different things have. But the CDC did say a few, a few days ago, most Americans don't currently need a mask indoors. I don't know if the schools are following CDC guidelines or what, but that's what the, the CDC said. CDC confused me. I'm with you. I don't trust nothing with the alphabet people, bro. I don't trust none of them. I'm with you. I'm with you. They have they. They have earned our distrust. Big facts, big facts. And now, I mean, I'm telling my son, I got to lecture him. I said, look, I don't care what goes on around you, because you know you got these overprivileged kids that they parents them pushing their head that this is a political stance. Don't wear your mask. No one can tell you what to do. Nah, bro, wear your mask. It's to keep you safe. I'm I'm just confused. I'm confused. Tell, tell you, tell, yeah, man. Do I mean do what you feel is best for you and your son. I'm, I'm listen. I still wear my mask in the airport and stuff, so I get it. All right, bro. I'm wearing my mask. And look, and this is Charlemagne. Because of you, my um my female therapist has left me. I need you to find me a new therapist, B. Man. She left you. My, my therapist has left me. Charlemagne. Why she, why she left you because of me? Yeah, man. She's listening to your show the other day, but she 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 said she can no longer look at me the same, man. What? That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't get what you said. Where are we going, brother? Hold on. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Get it off your chest. No, by the way, no therapist would say that, by the way. What's that? Like, no therapist would tell somebody that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about the highest paid hip-hop acts of 2021. The numbers are in. In the top 10, there is one woman on the list. Do you know who it is? All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk highest paid hip-hop acts. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. 
Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, the highest paid hip hop acts of 2021 list is in. So let's talk about who made this top 10. Uh, Now, there's one woman on the list. Who do you think it is? Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Actually, no. Really? Mm-hmm. Doja Cat? Doja Cat at oh, okay. $25 million. Yeah, That makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's actually tied for number three with Birdman and Tech 9 mm. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. All three of them at $25 million. Now, number nine on the list is J. Cole. Number eight is Eminem. Number seven is DJ Khaled. He said, things got bigger and better. God is great. We the biggest. You know that. Shout out to Khaled. Number six is Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. With 38 million. Number five on that list, Wiz Khalifa, 45 million. Uh, number th- uh, number four is Drake with 50 million. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three is Diddy with $75 million on that list. Mm-hmm. Now, number two on that list is Kanye West. He made $250 million last year. Number one, Jay-Z with $470 mm. million. Dollars. And that is a large part because of selling a lot of his title streaming service and the Armand de Brignac champagne, which is Ace of Spades. Um, so they're saying his net worth has ballooned to $1.5 billion wow. since then. And as far Love as it. Kanye's $250 million over the course of 2021, a lot of that is from his Yeezy footwear empire. They said that's what most of that came from. Yeah, I would think most of those people made all their money off product, right? Because a lot of them aren't on the road like they used to be after COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... You know, congratulations to everybody who made the list. We not mad at you. <laughs> All right. Now, Aretha Franklin's granddaughter performed on American Idol. She was auditioning. Mm-hmm. And first of all, imagine having to let people know that you are Aretha Franklin's granddaughter. There's already a, a really high bar for you. Does she, had to, does she have to let people know that, though? Well, she did. She revealed her relationship early on. Mm. And... You know, she's only 15 years old. She said that she was really close to her grandma. I got to see her all the time. She said, I used to travel with her a lot. And she said, I don't think I could fully grasp the fact that she was famous worldwide. So I'm going to let you guys hear her performance and see what you think. With this song. She cool. That's I probably I, I probably would have kept that to myself though. That I was Aretha Franklin's granddaughter, just because people grade you differently. They shouldn't, but they naturally do. Mm-hmm. Well, would you have she... sent her to the next round? I don't even know what that was. What American was that? Idol. She was oh. auditioning. So. I would have sent that was the, the audition. Time. Like yeah. so, when they walk, like when they're all in like the hotel room. To see if you room. make it to. Mm-hmm. I would have sent her. I don't know. I got to hear everybody else. I can't. I can't say that. while just hearing her. I got to hear everybody else first. She sounded good enough to send. I haven't. I don't hear what, what well, she's up against though. Here's what Lionel Richie had to say. Grace, you know how I feel about your family and you. But I don't want this to be a crash and burn. Okay, it's going to be a no for me this time, but an optimistic come back and see us, okay? Right, can I give you a hug because I have to do this? See, Lionel Richie knows more than me because Lionel Richie was there all day. He saw the other contestants. He saw everybody else that was performing. So he can make that uh, decision. I can't make that decision off just hearing her. Well, Katy Perry was there and she said yes. 
And she, she went probably ahead didn't to want the that. Next round, and Luke Bryan also said no. Katie probably didn't want that slander from social media. <laughs> How dare you vote uh, Reefa Franklin's granddaughter off? And you, who are you, Katy Perry? They just started slandering her vocals. You know how this, how this works nowadays. All right. Well, if 15, and she white. <laughs> at fifteen, she does have time to, to hone her craft. But I thought she sounded good. So, but I didn't hear everybody out. Passionate. It's American Idol, so it's like it's based off other people that come to audition too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just auditioning to make it to the next round. I would have to hear everybody else first. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and we'll talk about Russia and the sanctions against Russia and how is that affecting them. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If you're a true music lover, you live for that connection with your favorite music and artists. Now, thanks to One Of and the NFT revolution, that connection is about to get much deeper. Learn more about One Of, the new green NFT platform built for the music community at oneof.com. WWPR FM HD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? All right. Well, we're going to be talking about Ukraine and Russia right now. Russia is facing a financial meltdown as the sanctions have slammed the economy. And so the president uh, there, Putin, has held crisis talks with his top economic advisors after their uh, financial system crashed to a record low against the U.S. dollar. Uh, The government has spent the past eight years preparing Russia for tough sanctions by building up a war chest of $630 billion in international reserves, including currencies and gold. But some of that is now frozen. And so they said it's an unprecedented assault. I saw that a lot of these uh, really rich Russians are trying to also tell him to end the war, too, because it's affecting them financially. Uh, They are saying that analysts are warning this could lead to a run on Russian banks. People are trying to secure their deposits and get their cash out uh, before it's not possible. So people are really nervous right now. I wonder what role China will eventually play in all of this. Mm -hmm. Because that Russia and China alliance couldn't have been for nothing a few weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... um, you know, well, I know they said they've been having talks with Russia and Ukraine, but they said the the shootings and bombings haven't stopped, though, right? No, it hasn't. And those talks were yesterday. And so, when what came of those talks? Well, according to the Ukrainian um, head Zelensky, he said he's analyzing the results of the talks between Russian and Ukrainian delegations. They lasted for five hours. And Zelensky has said there can be fair negotiations if one side does not hit the other side with rocket artillery at the time of negotiations. In the meantime, the U.N. is saying at least 406 civilians have been reported hurt or killed in Ukraine. And uh, right now, the chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court has said that he plans to open an investigation as rapidly as possible into possible war crimes and crimes against humanity in Ukraine. They've already conducted a preliminary probe into crimes linked to the violent suppression of pro-European protests. And so now they want to open that investigation um, and broaden it to include crimes committed in fighting since the Russian invasion of Ukraine last week. So they're monitoring those developments. I wonder how long uh, Russia can hold out with those sanctions. I mean, back in the day, I think the sanctions lasted like 50 years when the U.S. put sanctions on the Soviet Union. So I wonder how long they can last. And by, this isn't just the U.S., though. Like, this is a worldwide effort. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different countries that are putting these sanctions right now. And it's a lot tougher, I think, than ever before. If everybody can band together, you know, globally, mm-hmm. this makes a huge impact. But this, as I said, I'm still watching China because that, like, that Russia and China alliance wasn't for nothing. Like, I'm wondering what role they're going to play. And will they come to Russia's defense in some way, shape, or form. 
Yeah, and China can tend to be really conservative about this because they also don't want to get hit with those sanctions too and be outcast like how Russia is. So it's a tricky place for them to be in. And so we are going to be continuing to update you on what's happening in Ukraine and continuing to pray for people because watching all these kids uh, dying and people being bombed and losing their homes. The other thing they were saying right now is the weather is really bad. So it's freezing and a lot of people in the capital have been hiding in um, basements and places that have no electricity and it's freezing there. So that just has added Mm. another level to what's happening. Um, Yeah, I'm just waiting to see if China's going to end up becoming Russia's economic lifeline. All so right. they come to their rescue with now, these economic sanctions. Biden is giving his first State of the Union address tonight, and that's going to be at 9 p.m. Eastern. So the timing of this speech, they said, coincides with a very high-stress period for the nation. Of course, some of the things, uh, the top issues he'll be talking about are, are rising inflation, fatigue about the pandemic, and all of these guided, uh, relaxed, guided, relaxing the guidance on prevention measures also... Uh, moving away from domestic issues, he is going to describe the steps the administ- administration has taken to threaten Russia's financial stability. And he does feel that will force Putin to reassess the cost he stands to incur if Russia's military advance on Ukraine does not end. And I think that they were also surprised by how much Ukraine has been able to resist. I think Russia thought this would be a whole lot easier than it has been. But they are scared of a second wave of military coming into to Ukraine. So we will keep you updated. Like we said, uh, things keep on changing by the minute, and we will be right here to let you know all the breaking news that's happening. And that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051. You reported a story earlier about what happened in the New York City subway. Now, explain to the people who just tuned in what happened. Man, this woman was waiting for the train, sitting there minding her business, and some guy came up to her with a plastic bag full of poop and smeared feces all over her face and the back of her head. That is just disgusting. All right, let's open up the phone lines. Now, that is part of the reason why I don't mess with the train. I just, I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't That's like the train. That's part of the reason I don't mess with people. <laughs> That's what I, I don't, don't want to be around people. no damn body. Okay. But 800-585-1051, what's the craziest thing you've seen on public transportation? All right, the bus, the train, whatever it may be. What's the craziest thing you've seen? I'm probably the only one here who takes the train. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I think you are. Okay. But 800-585-1051, let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're talking about an incident that happened in the New York City subway. Uh, a lady was on the subway. A guy approached her with a, a, a bag full of poop and smacked poop on her face. Smeared it all over her face and the back of her head. And then ran off. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What's the craziest thing you've seen on the subway? Now, Yee, what about you? Man, you know I take the train a lot, so I've seen all kinds of things. Um, I remember one time when I was in, like, fifth grade, some guy pulled out his penis on the subway. Um, it was very creepy. And I was a child. It was disgusting. And that's probably the craziest thing I've ever seen. But I've seen all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've seen people naked on the subway. I've seen that Spider-Man person that climbs all up on the um, on the hand, the, the things you hold on to and all mm-hmm. of that. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, no, I, I mean, as a as, a, some talent there as a teenager, I used to work in the city and I would have to take the train to the city and I would see 
Uh, I would see people peeing on, on the subway train. I would see people uh, people fighting on the subway train. You could see that on the street, too. Yeah, I, I would see all types of rats on the subway train. I would see people living uh, on the tracks. Like, they would li- live under, like, where the, the trains go. There's, like, a little area. I would see people living there. Uh, I, I would just, I don't F with the trains, no, at, at all. I, I would rather walk 100 blocks than get on that train. That's just me. That's personally, I don't like it. I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. Um, I've heard too many horror stories of people getting pushed and then they, you know, hit that third rail and they get electrocuted. (laughs) I don't F with the train. That's just me. That's me personally. I'd rather get on a bus than a train. Yeah, the craziest thing I've seen on public transportation personally, uh, probably nothing because, you know, I swore on public transportation a long time ago. All right, actually, the craziest thing I've ever seen on public transportation was when I used to have to ride the bus from Fort Lee, New Jersey to New York City, and I looked in the mirror one day. And I said, I look crazy on this goddamn bus, all right? And and I said, that is going to be one of the reasons that that I make it. Like, I usually, I literally use public transportation as one of the reasons to, like, bust my ass to make it because I knew that was an expense I would have to incur one day. And that expense was a taxi. I don't, you know, I really don't mind taking public transportation. That's you. You know, my mom works (laughs) for the New York City Transit Authority, so shout out to her. But I've been taking the train since I was a kid. I still take the train now. And sometimes it really is the fastest way to get to where you need to go. That might be true. I'd rather take the train and be on that train for 10 minutes than be in traffic for an hour and a half. I used to be be on public transportation, uh, especially the bus from Penn Station uh, to Manhattan to, to Jersey back and forth. And all I used to think to myself, one day... I'm going to be able to afford a car <laughs> or a taxi and I'm going to get off this damn bus. Okay. I would rather pay the toll. Truthfully. I'm, I'm, just be, And you know why? Because of all of these stories that we're discussing right now, because of all of these things that we see right now. And not only that, when my dad started out, you know, of course, if you don't know, my dad was, he's a retired police officer. When he started out on the police department, his thing was he started out as an undercover on the train and he used to be, you know, one of those unclothed, you know, un uniformed police co- police officers that would help people out on the train. And he used mm-hmm. to tell me all types of stories. People getting stabbed. People throwing bleach in somebody's face. He would tell me all these stories. And he told me enough horror stories made me not want to take the and train. The way I, my, just, I look at it like stuff can happen anywhere. It could happen walking down the street. You could be in a car getting an accident. You could be in exactly. an Uber. Yes, it can. You could also... Nobody's peeing on me in my car. Uh, somebody have, could shoot your car up. Somebody could try to hit you from the back and steal your car. I have very bad an anxiety. And what Angelie is saying is true. Anything can happen anywhere. But guess what? We all take precautions every Everywhere we go and we take certain safety measures everywhere we go and if I don't feel safe in a certain place I'm going to try to avoid that place and that's what you know uh, public transportation has historically been for me I don't got fights on the buses you know what I'm saying like I don't want to be there I love when people um, nope. come to New York and they're like I never took the train before Can you? and then we get to ride the train it's like a oh by the way when I first moved to New York and rode the train, and then they started. You started hearing um, about how the next terrorist attack would be on the train mm-hmm. after 9/11. Oh, I was cool with that. Like, nah, I'm cool. Well, I figured out another way. Let's go to the phone lines. Denise, good morning. Good morning. How you feel about public transportation? What's the craziest thing you've seen? Oh man, uh, I'm from Oakland, California. We were in the BART system in downtown Oakland, and the guys started urinating on me, my friend's foot, her foot, and we whooped his butt. <laughs> he just started peeing on your foot? Yeah, he started peeing on our foot. And this is San Francisco. Come on now. You know how that is. Well, let me ask you a question. After that, did it change your perception of public transportation? Did you say, you know what? I got to figure something else out. Hell 
tell you I found a man with a car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, I, I, come on, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Precious from Virginia. Hey, Precious from VA. Now, what's the craziest thing you've seen on public transportation? Well, I am an actual New Yorker, and the craziest hey. thing I've ever seen, I'm going to say this loud because the only time I'm going to say this, I'm almost 40. So this happened when I was like 16 on the one line, coming from a club that I was quite close to being. And we had to stay in like the end of the cart because we were going all the way to Lincoln Center. I used to live in Hell's Kitchen. And me and my cousin Angie was on the train and we was just, you know, chatting it up. And this homeless guy was on the train, so we paid him no mind. Once he realized we was on the train, he kind of stood up at attention and just started going to town, masturbating in front of us. Mm. Mind you, we had to go all the way to Lincoln Center. So we're on the one line and we had a couple of stops. And he just kept going the whole time. And like you never was like, let me get off this train. You just was like, well, well we got it. That's what I love about New Yorkers. We just stay well, on no. the train. I never said, let me get off the train. Because first of all, I'm 16. We were drunk. We weren't supposed to be at this club. And you know, going to Lincoln Center, you have to be in a certain car. Because all the exits aren't open. You know this, Angela. Yep. <laughs> so I had to stay in that car. Because that's the only exit. That's the only car we had to get in to get to where our exit was. So... Let me tell you something. Hello? She's a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. We Lost see all kind of things happen. We just kind of ignore it and keep it moving. That's <laughs> the problem with New York, though. Like, you, you should, if you see something, you should say, say something. something. You know what I mean? That's why the guy, that's why the guy, what you mean, the who? They on the train. They were 16 years old. 911? There's a guy <laughs> masturbating on the train? That's a, that's lewd in public, uh, lewd, what do you call it, lewd behavior? Mm-hmm. Exposing yourself, and you're exposing yourself to minors? I Get see. his ass locked up. She was 16 and she's 40 now. Like, think about that dude that used to stand in front of the 4040 all the time masturbating. Why nobody ever called the police? See, you didn't call the police, but you tell her to call the police. You being the same guy that's been up here? Oh, I didn't know he was that up here. I told y'all about and I showed y'all the pictures. I didn't know he was up here. I told y'all he was up here. Don't stop. Yes, you did. And New York City really New York City really should have a better train system. You would think with all the people that ride the train, all the money that's spent, they would look better. They would be safer. You know what I mean? Like, there should be something comfortable for people to ride on. Like, well, you know, like when you ride the train from D.C. to... Well, you know why? Because why? It's, it's in urban areas. They don't care about urban areas. But when you go from suburbia to the city, they have the Long Island Railroad where they have security. Oh, yeah, you're they right. They food. It's, it's, Even it's a caucus is nice. See? I'm so, I know everybody out of New York, I think it's New just York, a lot York, more congested, so it's not as easy. A lot more people take the New York City subway than, you know, these other modes of, of transit. What they got to do with them making it nice, though? I think they try, but it's hard when you have millions of people every day going back and forth on And they there. make hundreds of millions of dollars. Planes so are nice and there's hundreds of millions or of people traveling all day long. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know. It's super congested. Sometimes you can't even get on there because it's so crowded. But hey. I would say this. I've taken the train my whole life and I've never had anything happen to me. Thank God. Yeah, but millions of people have. 585 We're asking, what's your craziest public transportation stories? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about your crazy public transportation stories. Now, this story came from, you reported a, a story earlier about a lady riding a train in New York City and somebody came up to her with a bag of poop and smeared poop all over her face. And by the way, that's nice. I saw a story that's yesterday. Nice. No, no. That's nice compared <laughs> to the story I saw yesterday mm-hmm. where the woman was walking down to the subway and the guy came behind her with a hammer and started beating her in the head just to take her purse. I saw Lisa Edwards report that yesterday. You know what I mean? It's going down in them trains. i tell you another, one of the craziest things I've seen on public transportation. Y'all remember Marta Girl? 
Mm-mm. Y'all remember Marta Girl from Atlanta back in the day? Marta Girl. One no. of the oh, first yeah, yeah. viral moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember moments. that. <laughs> when she was on the train. My matter of fact, you Modern girl uh, now, man. What is she doing with her life? All right, well, <laughs> let's go to another line. We have, uh, oh, Trav. Trav's on the line. Trav, come hey, on, Trav. Here, what's up? <laughs> hey, I want to talk to someone. When we talk about getting on the L, right, is there certain cities that you don't want to get on the L on? Like, Philadelphia is one of them. Because you're always trying to avoid crazy. Whatever you get on the L in Philadelphia. There was this man, one time I was getting on, he was literally spreading his butt cheeks and trying to throw doo-doo and pee on people. Now, Trav, so he was mooning you, Trav. Yeah, he was mooning people. Like, he, was, he wasn't mooning me. He, he, might have, he knew what you was into, Trav. <laughs> he heard you call the breakfast club a bunch of times. He knew what you was into. He's like, oh, that's Trav. That's Trav. I already know what time it is. Butt cheeks spread <laughs> on command. Now, I'm so serious, though. Like, you literally always trying to avoid it. The last time I was on the L, I was going to be Taylor for the Andrew Schultz comedy show. And she was waiting for me for like an hour because this person was trying to stab people on the platform and they wouldn't let the train move. Well, let me ask you a question, Trav. Do you, why do you, you ride public transportation because you want to or because it's just the fastest? Like, why? Uh, I ride it because it, it, it's just so hard to park in Philly, man. Like, there's really like no parking in Philly. And also, I got so many tickets in Philadelphia. Oh, you can't, <laughs> bring, you can't bring your car out there because they'll tow it. Why not call Uber? Yeah, they, they, they literally put a boot on my car. Why, why not call Uber? It's expensive. Hey, well, man, Uber in Philly is expensive, man. It's like New York. Yeah, Uber expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. Uber's Sometimes expensive. I try to call an Uber something. I'll be like, I'm going to just get on the train. I'm not paying yeah, Uber, $60. Uber's definitely expensive. I'm, I'm going to say one more thing to y'all before I leave, man. Then I'm going to drop off. Mm-hmm. iPhone Sim is a hater, bro. I'm going to leave it like what that. What happened with iPhone Sim hater. now? He a hater, bro. He a hater. What do you do? I be minding my business. And he a hater. iPhone Sim hasn't called a pair in months. Yeah, I haven't heard from iPhone Sims in a while. And he, and he be bothering me in my, in my, on my Instagram, my DMs. Hey, uh, maybe flirting. He DMs you? Maybe he wants you to spread your butt cheeks like y'all on the train. <laughs> <And> boo- <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, y'all. Oh, man, I know iPhone's about to call in three seconds. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Lee. Hey, Lee, what's the craziest thing you've seen on public transportation? All right, so I'm from Philly. We were at Sephardy, and when I used to go back and forth to high school, it used to be like piles of crackheads underneath the train just smoking crack. Any time of day, early in the morning, after school, just piled up wherever the trains run, just smoking crack. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Hello, who's this? Hey, Breakfast Club, what's going on? This Cliff from the Bull City. What what's up? up, bro? What's the craziest thing you've seen what's on public up, transportation, man? brother? Man, the craziest thing I've seen, man, my first time in New York about seven years ago, I was sitting on the train, it's probably about three o'clock in the morning, and um, these two women, they got into it. So we get off on the next stop, and the guy was like, oh, I got to see what's going on. We're going up the escalator, and this girl looks back at him. She said, what you smiling at? And they proceed to dump soda all on this man for no reason. Dang. He goes up to the little store at the end. He said, let me get two orange sodas. And he finds the girls, and he just drowns them with the soda. What? So they had a soda fight. Start, yes, they start to fight him. And then um, he comes at one of the girls. She pulls out a little bottle of bleach, and she throws it in his face. See what oh I'm saying? Gosh. He comes back. His friend is looking. He has a drawstring bag with a gun in it, looks like. Oh, boy. Everybody starts running. 
I'm just in disbelief as to what's happening my first time in New York. And then her and the guy oh go back goodness. at it again. The second time she says you think I'm playing, she pulls a kitchen knife out. See? I'm like, where is she getting all this stuff? <laughs> she had bleach, kitchen knives, all bleach, types of stuff. Kitchen knife, man, it was a wild experience, man. Crazy. I remember one time before I was living up here in New York, uh, like, well, no, I matter of fact, I got uh, fired and I went back to South Carolina, but I was up here, and I was up here for Halloween and didn't know it was Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I got on that goddamn train, mm -hmm. and I really thought I had died and went to hell until it dawned on me that this was Halloween? motherfucking Halloween. Nah, New York is, I, I, don't, I just don't do the trains. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Marissa from Chicago. Marissa from the Shy. What's the craziest thing you've seen on public transportation? I actually saw a dead body on the train before. Oh my gosh. How you know he was dead and not drunk and oh, sleep. not sleeping, yeah. I fell asleep on trains before. It's a funny story because I was getting out, I was coming home from school and it was a lady that I was like, I think that man did. And when we looked at him, it was cold outside. So you know, in shy get real cold. The um, snot from his nose was frozen. And then when they called the paramedics, the paramedics pushed him, and he acted like he was like a dime that he had just filled and kept going back and forth. He acted like he was a what? A dime. Like, you know how you drop a coin? Oh, 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 oh. So, so he wasn't dead? He was dead. He was still. Rick Morty sent in. Oh, oh my who, who called the police, y'all? Uh, I I didn't I had made it up to like five minutes before the police got there. Oh, okay, okay. A dead body. All right. Thank you, mama. That's, a, that's yeah. That, I've heard that happen before. All right, well, what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is everybody got to do what they feel comfortable with. Everybody got to do what makes them feel safe. I spend every day trying to avoid crazy. It's a lot of crazy on public transportation. Therefore, I avoid public transportation. I work hard, all right? And public transportation was my motivation. One of my motivations when I was younger. Didn't want to do that. So, thank God I don't have to. Yeah, some people don't have an option right now. So, they got. you're right. They got to do what they got to do. Yeah, I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. You, better, you don't have to. Thank God. I just, oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, all right, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's do some positivity now. Let's talk about Lauren London. <laughs> she was on Jay. So you're Shetty's admitting the trains are negative. On point podcast. <laughs> We're talking about the worst things that happened. That was negative. Um, let's talk about Lauren London on Jay Shetty's On Point podcast and what she had to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Lauren London was on Jay Shetty's On Point podcast. And on that podcast, she was just uh, talking about strengthening her faith and a lot more things. And her message was so powerful during this podcast that I saw a lot of people reposting it and talking about it. When you have this plan for your life, as you should, if or when that gets derailed and you have plan B now to go off that you didn't plan on, it is the ultimate test of surrender. Because mm. at the end of the day, as much control as we think we have, we do not. Mm. And it's actually very powerful to surrender. We think that it's a weakness because life is going to do what it's going to do. Mm. And we are all going to get chin checked by life one way or another. So I might as well focus on my enlightenment and roll with the river and not fight with the rocks. Dropping the clues bombs from Lauren London. Gotta go listen to that whole podcast That's with uh, Lauren London, Jay Shetty. Man. That was amazing. I saw a lot of people reposting that and being able to relate to that. Yeah, sending Lauren London healing energy always. And she's absolutely right. That's where a lot of the anxiety comes from. You know, just not being able to relinquish control, but we don't have any control, mm -hmm. which also gives you anxiety too. <laughs> 
All right, now Kanye West fans, they want that Donda 2 album so bad to be streaming on these services that they actually um, were downloading a fake version called Wanye Kest. <laughs> so if you didn't spend that money on getting that stem player and if you weren't able to figure out a way you know, to savvily get it online uh, somehow, then people have been going ahead and getting this fake album called Wanye Kest by accident. That shows you once he does put it there, it's going to be, if he does, it'll be really powerful. And in the meantime, Kanye has hosted the Future Brunch, and that is to discuss ownership, controlling the narrative, and disparities in black media. And that's going to actually air today on Facebook. So here is the trailer that they released, and he did this with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. It's something that feels so powerful and so calm about us just being together and us being connected. And it's the time where we're not gonna back down. We're not gonna have people say, oh, you need to stop communicating because you're gonna look ramped up. And like, tell me what y'all need. Let's tell each other what we need from each other. So there you have it. He's talking about brand ownership, disparities, controlling your own narrative. And the game was on Drink Champs, and one of the things that he talked about was Kanye West. He said Kanye did more for him than Dr. Dre. Guess what? You don't f***ing kick me out of group. I'm the G and G unit. you mean? Hey, this is what I'm saying again. The fans were like, yo, we Guess what? You don't f***ing kick me out of group. I'm the G and G unit. you mean? Hey, this is what I'm saying again. Fans were like, yo, we need game on it. We do this. You drink that, I drink this bottle, bro. Bro, I call fades behind that. Like, fades on what? Taking crips on a blood, on a tour while I'm a blood. What do you mean? My own homies. I lost half of the game like that. It's crazy that Ye did more for me in the last two weeks than Drake did for me my whole career. We could have just played that one part. Yes, we could have. <laughs> yeah, that was long. I anticipate a lot of Drink Champs interviews. I am anticipating this Drink Champs interview simply for that one part, because I need to know what Kanye West has done for the for the game in the past two weeks that Dre hasn't done for the game in his whole career. Well, that's I will, a hell of a statement. Well, I will say one thing: the game was signed to Fifty, not Dr. Dre. What are you talking about? It was Aftermath. It was G Unit Aftermath. Right, but he was signed through Fifty. Yeah, but he had all those Dr. Dre beats and all that Dr. Dre right. production. Let's be clear: the game wouldn't be the game without Dr. Dre and Fifty Cent. Correct. Collaborating. Correct. So it's like I need to know. I am intrigued. I, I want to know. I, I mean, I would love to know too. But I thought that when the game first came out, they didn't know what to do with him, and then game he was shelved. He from, was shelved. That's and they, the story. They I put heard. him with Fifth, and then it popped. So and Fifth gave him the records that he. Uh, had already done with Dre, right? Like hated a loving, and it was something else. That was the other one was. No, this not hated a loving. This is how do. we do. There you go. And hated a loving. It. it was hated a loving mm -hmm. too. Okay. All right, Euphoria is the second most watched series on HBO. So congratulations. Number What's number one? To them, uh, Game of Thrones. This Game of Thrones not on anymore. No, it's not on anymore. Uh -huh. Yeah, ever most watched show since two thousand four. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. So, yes, yeah, so their season finale pulled in a series high of 6.6 million viewers. And, you know, congratulations. No, that's big. If you're, the, if you're the second most watched show on HBO ever, mm -hmm. that's big. HBO's had some classics. 
And they also have HBO Max, too. So, mm-hmm. you know. And they're saying that the season three uh, is coming in 2024. Yeah, I watched the finale last night. It went it went just the way I thought it was going to go. If you, I actually said that's probably what was going to happen. But uh, they not going to come back two years from now and still be in high school, are they? They can't. There's no way. <laughs> they I mean, I guess it continues where it left off. But what so. grade are they in now? I don't know. They don't seem like high schoolers. They say it's 25. My high school was not like that. That's like, what did it, what, two years from now, they can't come back and still be in high school. That's just not going to work. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss E. Now, Charlamagne, who you giving that down to? Uh, a former top executive at Estee Lauder named John Dimsey. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word for him because he's acting like there's not rules out here in these streets. And he violated one of the cardinal rules. We'll talk about it. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If you're a true music lover, you live for that connection with your favorite music and artists. Now, thanks to One Of and the NFT revolution, that connection is about to get much deeper. Learn more about One Of, the new green NFT platform built for the music community at oneof.com. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, March 1st, goes to John Dempsey. Uh, who is John Dempsey? John Dempsey was a top executive with Estee Lauder. Okay, you know the makeup company, Estee Lauder. Uh, John Dempsey was a senior executive there. In fact, he was the executive group President. I don't know what that means, but it sounds important. Either way, he was told by Estee Lauder that he must leave the company this week after he shared material on his Instagram account that does not reflect the values of the Estee Lauder companies. That damn social media strikes again. All right. The problem with social media is your page is probably boring if it reflects the values of the company you work for. All right. Nobody wants to follow a basic boring page that's reflecting its company's values. We want to be entertained by any means necessary. And that's what this senior executive at Estee Lauder, John Dempsey, did yesterday. Uh, He chose entertainment over Estee Lauder. See, John got fired because he posted a meme. The meme was Sesame Street themed. What do you mean, Uncle Charlotte? It was Sesame Street themed. It was a mock cover of a little golden book. It had Big Bird on the cover with a mask on, sitting next to Snuffleupagus, sick in bed. And the title said, and I'm quoting the title, my nigga Snuffy done got the Rona at a Chingy concert. Now, for us regular folks, that's just a regular day on social media, just a regular meme. But John Dimsey is 65 years old, and he's a 65-year-old white man who works at Estee Lauder. Let's unpack this, as my therapist would say. Now, I like funny. Okay, I guess some might even say I have a sixth sense of humor. I appreciate people who can find the funny in any and everything. But here's the thing about that meme. It wasn't even funny. To me, at least, maybe I don't get the joke. I didn't understand it. Sesame Street, Big Bird, Snuffleupagus, Chingy Concert, COVID. My nigga Stuffy done got the Rona at a Chingy Concert. What does that even mean? Okay, I don't see the correlation at all. That's the first problem. The second problem is John Dempsey's apology. I can't say whether his apology was sincere or not. I'm sure he's apologetic, but it was the reasoning. He said, I am terribly sorry and deeply ashamed that I hurt so many people when I made the horrible mistake of carelessly reporting a racist meme without reading it beforehand. Okay, I don't need to hear anymore. If you didn't read the meme beforehand, John, then what did you even post it for? 
Was it for the picture? Did you think Big Bird in a mask sitting bedside while Snuffleupagus was sick was such a compelling picture that the world needed to see it? Who doesn't read memes before they post them? Envy, have you ever read a... Didn't read a meme before you posted it? No. Angeli, have you ever not read a meme before you posted it? Nope. Anybody in this room? Have they ever done that? No, nobody does that. There are certain rules in life one must follow, okay? Like, you know you can't bring liquids through TSA. You know you shouldn't feed gremlins after midnight. Well, mogwai after midnight. All right, you don't say Candyman three times in a mirror and never, ever, ever post a meme without reading it. Nobody does that. Okay, we all post memes because we've read them. <laughs> okay, that's the whole point of posting a meme because we've read it and we like them and they either motivated us, enraged us, or made us laugh. So we share those memes with our, with our followers so that our followers can feel the way that we do. John, you knew exactly what you was doing and I would have respected you more if you said, hey, I just thought it was funny, okay? I didn't know any better, all right? And I thought the N-word was used in context, all right? I didn't think it was racist. I didn't personally say it. It's all types of other things you could have said. It was on a meme, all right? That right there would have opened up a discussion, a debate, but to say you didn't read the meme? Nobody believes that. Now, Estee Lauder must have, you know, heard your excuse and said, oh, word, well, I can do you better. All right, you didn't read the meme before you posted it? Well, they released a statement that said, John Dempsey wasn't fired, but rather was told he had to leave the company and agreed to retire this week. Now, I should give y'all donkey of the day for that. What's the difference between getting fired and getting told to leave the company? You're not giving me any other options, all right? That's when you tell somebody, you don't got to go home, but you have to get the hell out of her. See what I did there? The chingy, her, the uh, okay. COVID, sesame. All right. Okay, All right. Tough that was crowd. clever. That was Tough clever. crowd. Uh, please give John Dempsey the biggest hee-haw. And I was going to just ignore this, but I just have to say, for Candyman, it's five times, not three. Oh, it's five? Yeah. In the oh, I, didn't know. I thought it was three it times. It just bothered me. I was like, I was going to let it slide, but I just had to, you know. I didn't know. I thought it was three times. Candyman. Okay. Oh, well, well, why, why Chingy, though? Well, That's what I'm saying. None of this makes sense. I didn't none understand of the, the none, meme. None of it makes sense. The meme didn't make any sense. There was absolutely no reason to post that meme. It wasn't even funny. Poor Chingy, minding his business. Minding his damn business. Minding his business. It's over there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Damn, Chingy. Like, like that had nothing to do with nothing. I didn't get it. He responded. So now you done lost his job. He was making $10 million a year. What? A year. <laughs> A year. A year? <laughs> he was making $10 million. Sad I said I got hacked. I'm not going down Yeah, he for got that. hacked. I got hacked. He's not that savvy. I've never, I've never heard that. I've never heard nobody say that. I'd have been like, know. can someone help me get my account back? Yeah, that, I would have just <laughs> He could have just said he thought it was in context. He, he didn't think it was racial. He just thought it was funny. That's what he should have leaned on. He was like, I didn't know I couldn't post a meme. And, and, and the N-word wasn't even spelled out on the meme. It had the stars. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you said it. Oh. Should he have gotten said, fired, you think? No, I don't. Actually, I really don't. Mm. I don't think he should have gotten fired for that. Damn, I don't. Nah, I wouldn't. No. no. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. I think they were tired of him. Yeah, they were tired. I they think they were this. tired of him. That they was an excuse. For something. Yeah. yeah, that was an excuse to get yeah. rid of him. He's been there for a long time. Ten million dollars. Paid a yeah, lot of money. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have said my my account got hacked. I would have said that. I didn't know it said. Because I thought it said nice people. I don't know. I would. I would. I would have. Nice hold people. Nice. <laughs> it was. It was literally it was, like N star 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 A. I mean. 
He could have used a better excuse than I didn't read the meme. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And by the way, I'm not gonna sit here and say if he should have got fired or not. That's not my. If, that's not my call to make. <laughs> okay. He gave me half his salary. I'd have helped him out. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that donkey that. to do. Donkey today. All right. What's next? See, what are we talking about? I don't know. You guys were discussing. I had an idea. I mean, I was talking about this Reddit post that this guy did. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he was flying on a 12-hour flight from Japan back to the United States, where he's from, and he was with his wife. He ended up getting an upgrade from economy into first class. It's a 12-hour flight, and he left his wife in economy. And so he was asking people, do you think that was wrong of me? Because his wife is mad and called him an a-hole for doing that. And uh, so people were saying they would be extraordinarily upset, but he was saying he didn't think it mattered, and he did not choose business class over her. He said that she's just jealous. And what was he supposed to do? Not get this free upgrade. It's right. a 12-hour flight. You were going to be sleep the whole time anyway. So was I. It's not like we would be talking. Right. All right. So let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Right? You work with your spouse, your wife. Right? Yeah. About y'all get on the flight. Now, you got Delta miles, American miles, United miles. You got JetBlue. You have an opportunity you to fly, fly a lot. You fly class. a lot. Oh, they say, hey, Mr. Johnson, we're going to upgrade Johnson. you because you fly so much. You say, oh, thank you so much. This is all my work I've done the whole year. Oh, but we can't upgrade your swaying, your wife. people. Whoa, you can't upgrade my baby, my love of my life? Oh, all right. See you in 12 hours. <laughs> See you in 12 hours. <laughs> what do you do? 800. You go back and you sit with your significant other in the economy. That's what you do. Are you, are you give your significant other, especially your wife, the first class seat? Mr. Johnson. I think y'all know what I would do. Mr. Johnson, <laughs> the seats in first class, they, they recline all the way to a bed. The ones in the back don't do that. Oh, babe, what do you want to do? Let's talk about it when we come back. What do you do in that situation? 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a story that Yee is, uh, uh read on uh, Reddit. Where, where did you read the story, Yee? Yeah, this guy was asking people, is he an a-hole? His wife said that he is. And they were on a 12-hour flight going from um, Japan to the United States for vacation. He thought they would be sitting next to each other, but then he got upgraded to first class. And his wife didn't have that opportunity. She didn't have the miles for it. And so she's mad that he, the way she looks at it, chose business class over her. Yeah, and she's absolutely right to be mad. You don't do that. That's your wife. You know what I'm saying? You ride, you ride. You you know how back in the day they say you, you, you leave with the people that you came with? That's the way I look at that. If both of us can't sit in first class, then neither one of us going to sit in first class. That's your wife. That's not your friend. <laughs> he said that he was like, I'm not going to miss my opportunity to sit in business class. In my eyes, it's just a 12-hour flight, and it doesn't matter if I sit next to my wife or not. Just a 12-hour flight? Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I bet I'll, you had a bed up there and all kind of stuff. If anything, let her let her sit in first class. I, I will say this, though. I, that, that's happened to me before. <laughs> not 12-hour flight, though. You know, smaller flights. And sometimes my wife would be like, look, you're taller than me. You need the leg room. You sit up there. And I sit, you know, and she'll sit in Delta Comfort. Later. Or, but there's times <laughs> where I'd be like, nah, babe, you sit first class. And I sit in the back, like recently. You know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't matter. But a, a 12-hour flight. And it's the bed that lays a down. The bed that lays down. They the probably TV, give you Sundays where you get to choose up. your toppings. My wife in the back. Ah, man, I'm going to look for an older black woman on the flight. And I'm going to say, ma'am, you can take my seat. And then okay. I'm going to sit in the back. Okay, you want to know what I would do? 
What would you do? I would take it and I would say in six hours, let's switch. And I doubt so, that. I would. And this is what I would hope for. I would go first. I would hope that he would be asleep. He's lying, y'all. So that by the time I go back there, he would be I'd be like, I didn't want to wake you up. It's a bull face lie. We've watched Angelique uh, leave her significant other back in he the day. He was definitely not my significant <laughs> other. Uh, whoever you was with, to go sit <laughs> next to Jay-Z not. and Michael Kaiser at a basketball game. You was on a game. date, Yee. You was definitely on a date. He was not my significant other. It was a date, though. He's so? A, like, Jesus. my man. See what I'm saying? Like, so? Yee. That's different. We're talking about somebody you're in a relationship with. Yeah, no, but my, That's me a my whole wife different probably, scenario. Me and my wife would, would do that, too. We would think about doing that. You got the six. I got the next six. We would yeah. think about that And let well. me tell you, if he went first, I would set my alarm for exactly six hours. I'd be right there. But by the way, this is not even a hypothetical for me. This has happened. I'm like, no, you sit in first class. Guess what? My wife didn't want to sit in first class. She's like, no, I'm sitting where you sit. And it would be vice versa. Like, no, you don't do that. Like, yeah, no, it's not even a discussion. <laughs> like, give, like, I'll use these points another time. Right now, me and my wife, we together. We're going to sit together wherever on well, this plane. Well, it's not points. They just upgrade you automatically. Whatever but. it was. I'm not doing that. That's that's corny. I'm not going to lie. That's like, that's like, wow. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's TJ, man. What's up, y'all? TJ, what up, man? What so, you doing? So, TJ, <laughs> you flying from, I don't know, let's say uh, Dubai, right? Long-ass flight, right? Or Africa. Let's say Africa. Africa's, a, let's say, an 18-hour flight. They say, sir, I'm upgrading. Or I can only upgrade you, not your wife. 18 hours. You get the bed, the, the, the uh, comforter, the pillow, the big screen, <laughs> your wife in the back. What you doing? Hey, man, you laying it on thick, bruh. Like, I called up and I was like, man, I can't do that to my wife. Your wife, see, don't like, recline. Man, don't listen to envy. Back gonna be hurting. It's a whole Yo, bag. Man, you can put your Tims off and just relax. They got a Michelin <laughs> chef serving food. Breakfast, wife, lunch, and dinner. Your cheese sandwich. You get the steak. First of all, he don't eat pork. I'm from 16, bro. Shout out to the 843. You know what I'm talking about, Charlamagne. 843. My mom used to teach at St. Stephen. St. Stephen Middle School. Oh, that's what I went there. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, so my wife is from New York. So, like, when she's usually proper. So I don't want to hear that New York and Jamaican come out of her when <laughs> I decide I want to go in the first class leaving her with both of the kids. Bro, there's like, no, there's no scenario, here. there's no scenario where that works. I'm so not what you doing, doing it. What you doing? So you're saying you're sitting coach? I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't, I don't want that, I don't want the headache from her. You don't want the smoke later on? Absolutely not. Now if she said, you babe, know, if she said, you babe, you, you go sit in the front. If no. she said, babe, you go sit in the front. What you doing? If she decides she wants to go? No, she says, babe, you could go sit in the front. No. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> no, you're not. No, don't do that. Why are we acting like how, how old are you, sir? He's going. He got two kids. All I need, all I need is the confirmation that's okay for me to no, go. No, that's not okay. That's a trick. It's a setup. That's like her telling you, yeah, go ahead. You, you got a hall pass. Go sleep with another woman. Don't do that. That's like Cockroach and Theo when they was arguing about going in the dance mania or whatever the hell the thing was called. And he said, Theo, go. And he said, no, you go. Theo, you go. And he thought that he was going to say, Theo, you go in the last time and Cockroach <laughs> went in. No. <laughs> that's Cosby Show reference for all the young people out there. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tasha calling from Luxor Post, Alabama. Hey, Tasha. So, you know, your husband works hard. He's a tall <laughs> brother. His back hurts. His legs hurt. He got his Tims on. It's an 18 you hour are flight. hyping it up. And it's like, nah, Why nah, are you nah, trying nah, to make nah, yourself nah, feel nah, better? Nah, you went out like a sucker, Envy. I didn't go out like a sucker. I hope I this is in the book. I'm just asking. <laughs> what would you do, mama? <laughs> So as a wife, I would be upset and I would be immediately advertising for me a flight husband for 12 hours. Hey, <laughs> hey. So, I, 
But on the other, but on the other side, I can't even be like he just. I would leave him too. And he would have to be mad, and I'll just make up for it. Oh, another but, time. So you would leave him? All right, babe. I see you in twelve hours. I'm sitting in the front with the good food, the comfort, and the pillow. Yep, yep, I leave him too. He just have to be mad about it. Well, I'll make it up to him later. By the way, I wouldn't. Have, I don't have a problem with that. That's the kind mm-hmm. of sacrifice a husband makes for a wife. I'm just not, you know, I'm not going to be the one to sit in first class when my wife sits in economy. No, man. You know, but you see, your legs barely touch the floor, so you don't got the problem with, like, leg problems. It don't have nothing to do with legs. They got to do with my wife. Your legs are going to be... All hurt. Man, I wish Gia had met somebody in economy, man. I wish she had met her a nice man in economy that stole her heart. <laughs> man. That's never happened to me, sir. I wish. 800-585-1051. What would you do? You're flying a 12-hour flight. You and your wife, you and your spouse, your significant other, they say they can only upgrade one. You gonna go leave your wife in, in, in the back? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I'm I'm Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this couple that had a 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got on a plane and one got upgraded. So he decided to sit first class and left his wife in the back. It was a 12-hour flight, and his wife was pissed off about it. Mm, she has every right to be. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what would you do? Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Charlie from Austin, Illinois. Hey, Hi, guys. Hey, Charlie. Peace, Charlie. <laughs> I have to call in and weigh in today because this had me feeling some type of way. Go ahead, Mama. I just feel like that's your wife. You shouldn't even left her at all. Mm. If anything, if you wanted to use your whatever, if you wanted to use your points so bad, you should have offered your wife to go be comfortable, and you stayed in the economy. I you agree. You never left your wife. Okay, so would you leave your if your man was like or your husband was like you go sit in first class and I'll stay back here? Would you leave him? No, because this is twelve hour flight. I want to be with my man. Like, That's right. If anything, I just would have been like, no, no, thank you. We're good. I, f- I really do pray that any woman that gets put in this situation meets their f- happy happily ever after in economy. Hello, who's <laughs> okay. this? Kelvin. What's your name? Yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin. Kelvin, what's up? Where you calling from? Kelvin, Kelvin. I'm from Old Bridge. Old Bridge, okay. Now, yeah, let, me, Old Bridge. let me ask you a question. You traveling with your, your girl, your significant other, all right? Or your man, whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, of a yeah, sudden, yeah, yeah. My they. Girl, my girl. I'm just. I, I <laughs> I'm not assuming. That's yeah, it. Yeah, we'll make that clear real quick. All right, all right. I'm not assuming. You with your girl. 12 hour flight. They like, yo, Kelvin. Yo, you could upgrade, but we only got one. 12 hour flight. You know, you got the pillow, the comforter, the bigger TV. You know, the, the beds that lay down. Three could, full meals. You could take the tins Hot off meals. and relax. You've been working all day. Your wife in the back. What's your girl in the a back? Foot what you massage. Doing? All right, all right. Uh, there's only going to be one or two things happening in this case. Go ahead. It's either my my wife is taking that seat or I'm sitting in the back of my wife. Simple. Okay. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm going to explain to her what's going on. Listen, this is what they offer you. You're trying to have this experience? No? All right. So we're going to sit right here and, and not me. All right. Take this flight. Okay. All right. All right, well. I'll tell you how this. I'm not giving up that seat. Me and my wife, we're going we gonna to split it six and six. That's disrespectful. No, we're going to split it six and six. I don't even want that. Me, We're going to be here. To, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, what sir. if she said, how long y'all been together? 
My wife? Yes. 27 years. What if she said for the next 27, we're going to split it? So I'm going to be with some other guy for <laughs> half. And I'm going I'm to be, be with you for the other half. You going to do that? Nah, I ain't doing Exactly. That. 12 and 12. We're going to hang it. We're going to be in the economy together. By the way, I've been in that situation. 12 hours? No, it's been, I mean, from like LA to maybe, I think it was an LA to New York flight. And I told my hours. wife, take the first class flight. And she was like, no, I want to see what you in the economy. I would never do that. Well, you don't want, nobody wants to sit with me anyway, because I'm sleeping the whole 12 hours. I don't care. I sleep I, the whole we, flight. I'm going to let my wife take that first class. We're going to sleep together. It's not even about what? talking or nothing. It's just about oh, us being each mm -hmm. other, us being with each other. Like, you know, we're going to be together in first class. We're going to be together in economy. That's just how it goes. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yeezy? Yes, and since we're talking about flights, uh, we'll tell you about somebody who says that they were physically assaulted ahead of getting on their flight. I hope this causes an argument between you and Gia later. I hope she has flashbacks. No, <laughs> it's going to be a part this, two of this, this book. No, this actually happens a lot because we um we travel a lot. So sometimes they'll it'll only be one first-class seat. So she'll take the first-class seat. Or sometimes she'll be like, babe, you take it. You you DJ last night. I know you're tired. You take it. So it depends. You know what I mean? We. We don't care about that. What if somebody take a selfie with gear in economy and then take a picture of you in first class and be like, look at this envy in first class while I'm with his wife in economy? Envy's like, I'm not insecure. Yeah, I'm not insecure. I, I see insecurity all over your face. I see you that I see you thinking about that right now. I'm not insecure, so okay. the stuff like that does not bother me. <laughs> That's my wife, my lady, my oh. queen. But if you go back to check on her and she fell asleep and her head is leaning on the oh. guy's shoulder. <laughs> and it's Maxwell. He also. <laughs> First of all, Maxwell would never be in a condom. There was only one seat left. It was, in a, it was only one seat left. She sits next to Maxwell and now her head is next to Maxwell. What if Maxwell only decided to sit in economy because he saw Gia back there in economy? Y'all played too much. He was like, you know what? Somebody else take my first class seat. I want to trade. What if you walk back there and then... They're toasting and having drinks, laughing. <laughs> laughing their ass off. You're in first class trying to sleep. All you hear is, <laughs> and laughter. What you going to do? What you going to do in And they're sharing a blanket. <laughs> See, y'all go too far. Y'all go too far. Yo, that's too far. funny as hell. Maxwell go, <laughs> and then get under the blanket goes, <laughs> you would cry. Yeah, See, I play too much. We got rumors on the way, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Angela. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kodak recently shared some of his thoughts about men not needing to shower every day, but... It seems like he believes that women do need to shower daily. He was talking to host JoJo, Alonzo, and Kodak, and here's what he said. It's like, we go rock here. Like, we ain't even like really got to hop in a spray every day for real. What, like the shower? Mm-hmm. You don't have to hop in a shower? No, yeah, we ain't really got to hop in a spray every day for real like that. But y'all balls be sweating. And we be, and be too long. We still be scraping. Yeah, but y'all... Y'all gotta hop in that bitch every day. Do y'all think that too? Uh, no, no, I gotta wash. Uh, I'm a night sweater. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what's crazy? I say at least three times a week. I don't know how people don't wash and how people don't work out. Those are two things you have to do. You have to do that. You gotta wash and you gotta work out. Mm -hmm. I wash twice a day. Mm -hmm. Morning and night. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I do think during the pandemic, even when it first started and we were working from home, I was still taking a shower before I came downstairs now, to now do the show. Now, pandemic, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> if I wasn't leaving the house, I, nah. I, I, nah, I'm, I'm a night sweater, man. I'm a night sweater. I'm a night sweater. Especially <laughs> if I got that comfort over me. If that comfort over me, I wake up drenched. I got to go take a shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now... Um, also, Kodak was on Million Dollars Worth of Game, and when asked about somebody who he wants to work with, who he hasn't, here's what he said. Who are artists in the game you want to work with that you ain't work with yet? Beyonce. Mm. I got two bars for I want her to do. Just two bars. Just two bars. What's the two bars? Here's some pictures of your family and our children. Baby boy, you're the only one missing. That's all. And I got it. <laughs> That's it. Drop on the clues, mom, for Kodak Black. Two lines. Kodak Black is one of my favorite artists. And Back for Everything is a great album. Go get that if you haven't got it yet. Salute to my guys, Wallow and Gilly. A million dollars worth of game. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a moment where Kodak Black is going to be the biggest rapper in the game. It's going to be a moment. It's coming. And it's going to have something to do with Drake. Watch. All right. Now, Diddy's son, Quincy, is saying that he was on a JetBlue flight last week and things got physical. And he says he got physically assaulted ahead of that flight. Here's what he said happened. The pilot put his hands on me. Why? Because my bag, which fits in my pocket, damn near, they claimed it didn't fit. Pilot comes with my bag, tells me to get my diabetic medication out. First of all, it's anxiety medication. Not that. He looks at me and says, you're not taking this bag on the plane. I say, yes, I am. He said, no, you're not. Grabs me and drags me on the jet bridge. That's when I got my phone out. I didn't knock him out. And everything was just uncalled for. He said, I didn't knock him out, correct? No, he did not knock no, him out. No, did not. Okay. Diddy is somewhere right now saying, see, this is why my kids shouldn't fly public transportation. Okay? I'm providing the PJ from now on. All right? For my children. Hmm. Okay? All right. Now, um, Spice. We got to send some love to Spice. Uh, she posted on social media, besties, I'm taking a break from social media. I'm not as strong as I used to be. In fact, I'm weak and tired of being a target. Please pray for me while I pray for myself. I love you all until the death of me. So shout out to our dance hall queen, Spice, who is going through it right now. Now, I was trying to figure out what happened, and it appears that she was on a song with Pastor Stephen Blake, and she did not like the fact that the song was an unfinished demo. She said, I asked you privately not to release that unfinished demo that we started working on from 2020, and you still continue to clout chase because of your own church sister. I don't know about you, but one thing I don't do is play with God. And so she wants him to take her voice out of the song. And I guess she's just tired of having to fight all the time. And she said, there's no more strength in her left to fight. So... I'm hoping and praying that she's okay. Um, the song is called Solid Ground. Here's a snippet of the song that she was saying is not official. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's going on with our NFT, Yeezy? Oh, so you know it's NFT Tuesday today. So every Tuesday we talk about NFTs and we surprise you with a new drop. So the Breakfast Club has partnered with Green NFT Platform, one of, for the first ever Breakfast Club NFTs. So this first drop was created in partnership with Charlemagne, me, and MV, and it features all three of us reimagined with some classic show moments. And I'm sure you guys will recognize these moments. It's from iconic segments to long running in jokes. So this initial batch is designed by artist Justin Richburg. You can 
can sign up to be notified as soon as that Breakfast Club NFT is live. So every Tuesday, like we said, is NFT Tuesday. You can go to oneof.com. That's O-N-E-O-F.com. A portion of the proceeds will go to the Black Wealth Alliance, which is an organization selected by the Breakfast Club. All right. And when we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I want to um shout to everybody out that uh, pre-ordered my book, Real Life, Real Love. It's a, a relationship book that kind of just talks about me and my wife's relationship, how we stayed together, all the things that we've been through, the ups, the downs. I bet you ain't talking about how you left her in the economy while you was in first class. The insecurities, the uh, forgiveness, raising our children. Of course you want forgiveness after you years. leave her in the economy when you're in first Listen, class. Listen, I cannot wait to read my copy. I'm going to give you some juicy tidbits. I got me. it right now. I got it sent to me yesterday in a PDF file, and I went straight to page 69. <laughs> Yo, you are something else. So if you haven't pre-ordered, pre-order the book. I know a lot of times we don't like to pre-order. We like to get it. But uh, with everything that's going on right now, printing and everything's on back order. So if you don't pre-order your book, you won't get it when it comes out on the 19th. Did y'all read your Audible book? Uh, we read an Audible uh, next week, actually. Good. We do the Audible. Audible will account for a lot of sales. Also, tonight is the season finale of Kings of Napa on OWN. So make sure you guys uh, tune into that. I've actually been watching the show. Envy, I showed you some highlights. Yep. Uh, it's really interesting. It's a lot of family drama. They're trying to find out um, who is this person that's trying to extort everybody. And so this is what the season has been leading up to. There's a lot of family drama on there, you know. So I know you guys will enjoy it. And some things you will relate to and some things you'll be like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah. So if you haven't been watching that, you guys got to catch up and then watch the season finale tonight on OWN. All right. Well, you guys have a great day. Shulman, you got a positive note? I do, man. And it's simple. Uh, 2022. Uh, this is March 1st. We're already in the third month of the year. Just know this isn't a year for chasing or forcing anything. It's a year for alignment. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?